found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. o'clock hour here on the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself with you for the next hour, talking sports with you as we do each and every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Uh, thank you to Zach Reimer and Frank Schwab for joining us in the uh, first hour of the program, the 12 o'clock hour. The podcast will be up here almost shortly after the show. Uh, if you were able, if you missed any of it, if you're a podcast listener, we appreciate that you uh, find time on your schedule uh, to listen to the program. Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal Star, in about 15 minutes. We'll preview Nebraska and uh, Wisconsin with Sip and take a look back at Illinois. And then Mitch Holtus will be here. Is the Chiefs travel to Houston to take on a team that's all of a sudden got a little story and a little trend behind it, Trent, and that is Deshaun Watson uh, at the quarterback position. We know Houston's got a defense. Yes. If they've got a quarterback, they can uh, they can catch the football as well. How long's Fedorowitz out for? Do you know? Is he still... I don't know offhand, no. Okay. Uh, but um, regardless, Houston has some talent and was a lot of people's pick to win the South. Mm-hmm. As Frank Schwab said, uh, he thought Trubisky should have started in week number one. He also said as much that uh, uh, that Houston, at least they realized the error of their ways after the first week and, and benched Tom Savage and put the rookie into the game. And he looked like a rookie. But you yes. know what? He doesn't look like a rookie as much as he did a couple of weeks ago. Learning on the job. Tough spot for the Chiefs. 57 burger putting up. Now, that wasn't all Deshaun Watson, but... That's a lot of points in the NFL, as you well know. So I, I take you back to uh, April as Trubisky gets ready for my team, the Bears, to start mm-hmm. Monday night. And I was all in. All in on Watson. We talked about it mm-hmm. you know, uh, as going back and... I was excited. You're they talking moved about up. the draft. Yeah, yep. moved up. Here it is, right? And then Mitchell Take your guy, because oh. Garrett's going to the Browns. You can have any quarterback oh. you want. It was so stinging. I get the, I'm sitting at the dinner table, Ella next to me, Tara on my left, and I hear, and I got the TV over in the living room, but it's up, so I can hear. There's been a trade, and my phone starts buzzing. Bears are trading up. All this excitement, and then it dissipated. But Trubisky... He won me over in the preseason. Mm-hmm. He can move. He's so good on the was in the preseason. I, I should put it that way. Was so good in the preseason, throwing on the run, and that's what you want to do in that offense. And Glennon is not athletic. It's difficult on those waggle plays on the rollouts. He's, that's just not who he is. This is an offense that they at least built for a guy like Mitchell Trubisky. I'm excited for it, but there's still going to be those growing pains. And no, game one against sure. the Vikings. I have a feeling Tuesday we're going to have a conversation. Oh, did they maybe go a little too soon to this well? Because the Vikings have a defense, Trent. That's the strength of that football team. They've got a defense. And look, there's going to be growing pains. And I keep going back to this story because it's true. Look it up if you don't believe me, listeners. John Elway, first game. He played quarterback prior to getting to Denver, by the way. (laughs) Lined up under the right guard for the snap. Oh, no. So nervous. So nervous. This is an NFL arguably... One of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. So nervous in week one. He lined up under the guard. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Right. We saw that earlier. Somebody did that he within did. the last couple of weeks, I think, too. Yeah. I don't remember to... who it was. I don't either. We must have been watching the same it game. It was an Iowa Iowa State guy, wasn't it? Was it? it? I wasn't Stanley, was it? Maybe. It might have been yes. Nate Stanley. Against was it against Wyoming? No, it was after that. Was it Iowa State? No. Or Texas be the Penn only other Penn State? Time. No, it wouldn't be. You don't think so? No. 
Because I was watching it. Well, we must. It, it must. Yeah. I was watching it on television. I'm trying to think. Was I? Which games pre- have you been to? Well, I was in the press box and also watching on TV. So I'm trying to picture where I saw this. But somebody help us out. Two six four seventeen hundred. I'm sure it's Nate Stanley. Yes. But when was it? Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> Don't know. See so many games, they blend in one to they another. They do. But point being, there's going to be nerves for Trubisky on Monday night, right? Yes. There's there's yeah. going to be. It, it happens to all of them. It, it's the right time for it's it's the right time for him to, uh, for the Bears to make this. Move. Yes, yeah. You you came off the Thursday night game, a mini bye week mm-hmm. uh, going into it. Plus, you get the extra day with the, this being a Monday night game. Uh yeah. It's it's time. It's certainly time. And uh, well, we'll see how it goes, though. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll continue on the football trend. Mitch Holtis will be here at one forty. We'll preview that game. Uh, the Chiefs on the road against Houston. Big spot, really big spot. Uh, look, I, I think that uh, Houston will give them all they want. I really do. Uh, Trent, what do we got? We got Matt on the line. He's going to help us out. It was Nate Stanley. Matt, what game was it? It was against North Texas. And we were heading uh, to the north end zone. Okay, going right to left on your was television. It early, was it early in the game? I can't remember. I think it was like the second or third possession. I remember a buddy of mine posted on Facebook. It was like, really? <laughs> and it, it was kind of funny because it was the, not the first game, but it was right. the third game. So we were questioning it, but, you know. Hey, things happen. No, absolutely. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the uh, for clarification. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening uh, as well. We're here every day from noon until 2. So you were at the game. No, I was not. That was when I was back home in Osage. So I was watching at my cousin's. Gotcha. Had a couple of bush lights. That, that might have had something to do with it. You go back home to North Iowa, got to be sucking down on the bush light out of the camo can. Yeah. Uh, well, Delicious. you know, let's stay on the NFL trend for just yeah. a couple more because we've got to take an early break to get set up. The, the four local teams, are the Chiefs by far and away the team that has the best chance, you know, qu- air quote again, local, to, mm-hmm. to go a long way? Is, is it bad that I'm still not buying it? I mean, you know I wasn't a huge believer in the Chiefs. I thought they'd be good. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they'd be 12-4 and four plus good. I picked well, them to win the division. You did. I went Denver. I thought it was going to be a year where... Denver Raiders Chiefs were all ten and six ish, kind of all together mm-hmm. clumped there. You know what the difference in those two teams is? Trevor Simeon is now Alex Smith. Alex Smith is no longer Alex Smith. He's something else. He's something else. He looks like a quarterback. He's taking chances. He's yeah. throwing the ball down the field. Where Denver's quarterback is taking the Alex Smith playbook, and that's what he's become. He's I think check down Charlie. Check down Charlie. Yeah, right. Doesn't want to take chances. And f- fan bases across football. Is that probably the thing that infuriates Drives him the, the most? Yes, I think it is. Yeah. I, when you got that type of quarterback. It doesn't you want a dynamic. College, NFL. Yes, you don't want that. Right. I mean, Simeon's okay. He really hasn't cost his team, I don't think. But has he gone out and been the difference in a football game? I'm not sure he has. Right. I mean, that defense wins most of their games mm-hmm. for him. Simeon's going to have to take, and he's got gifted wide receivers. I think that's what frustrates you. Sanders and Thomas, that's as good a duo as you're going to find in the. You might find one or two better, yeah. but that's certainly in the conversation amongst the best tandems of wide receivers in the game. And your quarterback, Anderson, I mean, a top run the 15 ball. running back. He's having a good year this year, yeah. and they got a, they got a glut of running backs too. I mean, uh, they they really do. So, um, yeah, it, I, it, is it is. It doesn't matter the level. 
It doesn't matter if we're talking Iowa, Iowa State, your favorite college team, mm-hmm. or all the way through. Speaking of Iowa State, I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that. You reminded me of that because we've talked a little bit about it. We talked prior to the football season. If you're buying stock, mm-hmm. you know I sold my Iowa State basketball stock, mm-hmm. bought all the Iowa State football stock I could purchase. Conversely, I sold all my Iowa football stock and bought all the Iowa basketball stock I could buy. There's no such thing, but you know where I'm going, yes. right? Yeah. Um, Iowa State was picked last by Athlon. Now, I don't know the credibility of the magazine. They're usually one of the first out, yep. but they've been around for a long time. They sell a lot of magazines. They've got a lot. They A lot of stringers are good college basketball writers. They picked Iowa State 10th in a 10-team league. All right. So Kansas is at the top. Well, it goes without saying. Right. right? They're at the top. And then after that... TCU is going to be really good, mm-hmm. really good this year. They return basically everybody. But they got their point guards out. The um, um, yes. kid I really like, too. Uh, he's an albino guy. Yes. Um, Jalen? No. No, I can't think of his name. Regardless. Number yeah. 10. Yep. He's out. But West Virginia's top 15 good probably this mm-hmm. year, at least top 20 good. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, is the top three. And then you get in Texas. They got... You know, Mo Bamba coming in. They got another class. The roster says they should be better. They're, they have the point guard that actually played at Oak Hill with Lindell Wigginton. That kid that actually was the point guard on that team mm-hmm. isn't Lindell Wigginton. It was no. the other guy that's and, going and to Wigginton's Texas. And Wigginton's coming year. to Iowa State to play right. point guard. Right. Shows you how good the Texas right. kid is. Right. Oklahoma State would be maybe the only other team I'd go down there. You go through Texas Tech's going to be solid. That conference is deep this year. Mm-hmm. It's not a stretch. But you don't see Iowa State pick. You haven't seen them pick. And I'm not saying Athlon's wrong. I, yeah, I don't think yeah. that they're going to have a good year this year. They're gonna I think they're s- going to struggle and make the tournament, quite honestly. Well, if they make the NIT. that's a, that's a cons- I think that's a win for, for a Pearl. A winning record, 19-6. and six, Much like Iowa last year. 19-15, and 15, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Get into the NIT. And then what they have coming, but it's not going to be what the what that fan base has been used to for the last Six few. They were straight spoiled, years. spoiled Six straight for yeah. anybody not named Duke, North Carolina, yeah. Kentucky. That's a feat. That's to not make a it very long list. It's been to six no, straight. Absolutely there not. They are. I, it's not a stretch, and I know it, it's probably difficult for them to hear, and especially with what happened last Thursday night, a change of the mood. I'm sure for a portion of the fan base, saying, "Well." Now let's take a peek at basketball. Yeah, because that was year, always easy to do, Trent. Yes, yes. And it's happened a lot throughout right. the last six years. Mm-hmm. No question really about easy it. To turn the page and, and you could understand why that they would, yeah. because they were legitimately going to have a great winter watching their team. The Big 12 is going to be good this year. It's going to be so deep. So the Big 10, though, I think. Yes, I agree with you there. Well, since we're on basketball, where would you pick Iowa then right now? Because I'm Well, it's Michigan State and Minnesota. and Well, Michigan State and then a significant gap would you say yes their national championship good mm-hmm. northwestern's going to be good again this yeah. year i would think purdue? i think minnesota's really good purdue's going to be good i don't know fifth michigan will be decent yeah i was got talent though i yeah. think i was uh, fifth fourth fifth okay so you are pretty high on uh, absolutely absolutely i think the biggest question mark there is minutes and how mm-hmm. do you divvy them up yeah the good news is talk about the depth of the big 12 and the Big Ten will be good one through ten, but some of those bottom teams, including Nebraska, are going to be awful. Yeah. And if you get those tw- those teams but twice, didn't I see Tim Miles? Didn't I see a quote come out? And we'll ask Sip because we got to get the break to get him. Didn't I see Tim Miles say that he thinks this is his deepest team? He had a quote this past weekend that that honestly that that made me stop in my tracks. Well, I mean, when you don't have anybody good, well, one through twelve is deep, right? And did you hear what Prom said about Michael Jacobson? 
He's no. standing out in practice. Now that's all he can do. Yeah. Right. Right. And that was yesterday. The, that's the, the other media thing. had another opportunity to catch up with Rome yesterday. If, if Jacobson and Shayak were available this year, oh, I think they're an NCAA tournament I team. agree with you. I but agree. not. And yeah. that's going to and be... And Shayok's got that NCAA lo- deep into the tournament mm-hmm. uh, NCAA experience. Time out. Stephen M. Sipple will be here. We'll ask him what Tim Miles said. I'm sure he'll recall it. We'll get into football, though, mostly with Sip. Uh, it's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself here every day from noon until 2 on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you. 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Now, we'd never tell you what kind of truck to drive, but what kind of snowplow? Well, that's a different story. For more than 65 years, Fisher Plows have been getting the job done reliably and efficiently. From heavy-duty commercial plows, V-plows, breakthrough deep snow drifts, or a personal snowplow for your half-ton truck. You'll find the Fisher Plow that's right for your need at Shuling Hitch in Des Moines and Ames. It's time to upgrade your blade with a new Fisher Plow from Shuling Hitch. Visit ShulingHitch.com. Big Al's Barbecue is happy to announce his second location is now open at the Ramada Inn at Army Post and Floor Drive. With two locations, there's no reason to miss out on some of the best barbecue in the Des Moines area. Big Al cooks all his meat low and slow to make it fall off the bone. Big Al's South now offers barbecue brunch buffet on Sundays from 11 to 3. Don't forget about the original Eastside location just 900 feet north of the A.E. Cows on Hubble Avenue. Come eat Southern-style barbecue cooked by an Asian man on the East Side and now open on the South Side of Des Moines. Big Gals Barbecue. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. 
Join us for an evening of celebration, reflection, and commitment at Wildwood Hills Ranch Wild About the Child Banquet. Hear inspiring stories how Wildwood Hills Ranch has impacted the lives of Iowa's youth from its beginning and learn how you can be a part of its amazing history. The event is at the Holiday Inn, Jordan Creek, on Sunday, October the 29th from 6 until 8. Event info and registration can be found on their website, wildwoodhillsranch.org. Six months ago, you didn't know what you'd be doing right now. Six months ago, it was cold and snow was still in the forecast. And while six months ago, this time of year wasn't on your radar, it was on ours. Because six months ago, the finest German brewers began brewing some of the best beers in the world. Beer whose recipe hasn't changed in more than a thousand years. Yes, six months ago in Germany, brewers were preparing the beer for the best season of the year. Autumn. Harvest. Oktoberfest. And what better place to enjoy the world's finest Oktoberfest beers than Hessen House? Hard to find beers in limited supply from Eyinger, Weinstefaner, and more. After all, you'd expect a place that has the world's largest selection of German beers in the world would be the best place to celebrate the Oktoberfest season. So join us and raise a leader of some of the best German beers in the world. Beers that you'll only find at the Hessen House, 4th and Court, Des Moines. KBGG, Trent Kahn and myself here with you until 2 o'clock. Mitch Holtis coming up at about 1.40. We will preview the Chiefs and the Texans, a game you can hear, as you can hear every Chiefs game, home and away all season long on 1700 KBGG. In his normal spot every Thursday throughout the college football season, Stephen M. Sipple joins us. We'll take a look back at the Illinois win and ahead to maybe the Big Ten's best game this week. Wisconsin and Nebraska. Stephen M., Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. Sip, how are you? Hi, Ken. Hi, Trent. How are you guys today? Doing pretty well. You know, Sip, I want to start with Illinois. Iowa plays them. I'm sure you've looked ahead uh, at the schedule overall as well. Illinois pays a visit. It's homecoming at Kinnick Stadium, and then the Hawks get their bye week. You saw Illinois last Friday night. First of all, Friday night football, uh, I'm sure it was a little more palatable back in Nebraska uh, the, with with the team coming out on top, but um, you know, granted, Nebraska was on the road. But uh, what was kind of the fan base's reaction to not being able to go out and watch a high school game? They had to sit in front of their TVs and watch their Huskers. Any fallback? Uh, on that? Uh, not thrilled, um, as you'd expect. And Nebraskans are, you know, we're. I think we're. I mean, you know, I think we're tolerant people, um, and I think it was tolerated fairly. And I don't think it'll happen again. I think that's probably the best way to answer the question mm-hmm. is I don't think you'll ever see it again at Nebraska. I don't think they'll play an away game, and I know they won't play a home game. Hmm. Well, speaking of Friday night football, there was a story a couple of weeks ago before the firing of the athletic director, Sean Eichhorst, uh, about Friday night football on Black Friday. Has the dust settled on that? I know he said that they were working to get back and, and still play that Black Friday game. Much more to that, or is that still so far down the road and with everything happening that's been pushed back to the background? Well, it kind of got him fired. Um, <laughs> that's, that's kind of one way to look at it. Um, the, uh, it was definitely, it's not the reason, but it was a, trust me, when I tell you it was a, a reason, um, the way, you know, his kind of tone deafness about the importance of that 
Black Friday game to the fan base. I don't think I don't think Sean under. I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't like to kick a guy going out the door at all. I'm not. I've never liked to do that, particularly to coaches. But Sean really botched that um, on a lot of levels. The main one being he just didn't recognize the importance of it. Um, he never was particularly in tune with the rank and file fans, and that was a glaring, a glaring example of that deficiency. Sip, uh, I watched Zigbo run the ball, and I thought he ran the ball very hard and with a purpose. Wilbon was yeah. good in relief. Yeah. Bryant's been good, I thought, earlier in the year. They've got a, uh, I, I guess it's a good problem to have. I don't know, when, when Bryant's ready to go, and I, and I, it might be this week, how are you going to keep a Zigbo uh, on the sidelines? He was really good last week. Well, that's really astute on your part, and I, and I mean that. I'm not being facetious. That, yeah, oh, Zigbo has looked really good running the ball the last two weeks. But, yeah, particularly last week and particularly late in the game. I, I think they gave it to him 11 straight times at one point, um, and he produced. You know, he was he closed the door on that game and really did kind of the same thing against Rutgers with a not quite as emphatic against Rutgers. But, no, that's good on your part. Now, now Trey Bryant has ruled out. He is ruled out. Okay. Um, this week. Trey Bryant was the starter the first two games and ran for 299 yards, five-plus a carry, was really going well. And since, you know, the last three games, it's been Wilbon and um, the last two – it's the last three games, it's been a lot of Wilbon. The last two, it's been a lot of Ozigbo in addition to Wilbon. Now, the big – one of the big storylines here, guys, is Wilbon was in a walking boot. Tuesday, we don't have access to practice Wednesday, so I don't know what Wilbon's status is. So, Kenny, you might get a heavy dose of 22 on Saturday. Interesting. So last, let's finish up on Illinois. Iowa plays Illinois this week. I love the Dudek story. I mean, this is a kid who's a freshman who caught 70-something passes, then missed all of the next two years with ACL injuries. They're not going to him a lot now. Jeff George Jr. has been handed the reins for this week against the Hawks. Uh, what did when you when you watched the game last week when you watched Illinois in person? How would you? How did you come away? Uh, what were your thoughts? I guess on Lovey Smith's team. Uh, they're really young. I mean, they play. And I mean, this is going to sound just crazy. Maybe you've talked about it. they play twenty freshmen, true freshmen, and they they started as many as eight true freshmen. They've gone with the youth movement, and it's very evident. I would tell you, I guess just to be very blunt, I think Iowa will manhandle them. I, I just don't think Illinois can handle Iowa's physical play. And I, I fully understand that Iowa lost last week and all that, but I've seen enough of Iowa. I, I just, I'd be really surprised if Illinois can hang in there with them. Sip, uh, back to the Huskers, and this week it is Wisconsin rolling into town. Basically anybody's hope of winning the Big Ten West, I think, Falls on this game, Nebraska pulling the upset. After the victories, albeit against Rutgers and Illinois, a little rejuvenated hope over in Lincoln? Uh, Trent, I'd say that. I mean, I, now people here, under, they understand that the level of competition the last two weeks wasn't great. So I think there's cautious, I guess the best way to put it is kind of halting optimism. Um, and I think that's a good way to approach it if you're a fan is, is, you know, and then the fans here are 
acutely aware of Wisconsin's prowess. I mean, Wisconsin's 5-1 and one against Nebraska since Nebraska joined the Big Ten. Uh, there's been some blowouts. There have been some close games. But, no, I mean, there's a healthy respect for Wisconsin, which obviously affects the optimism mm-hmm. um, a little bit, and also the knowledge that, listen, Illinois, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to be hard on Lovey Smith's team, but that's not a, they're not a good team. Right. It's not a. It's not really a – come on. I mean, I think Nebraska played pretty well, and they did – you know, Nebraska did what it was supposed to do, 128-6. But you don't – I mean, you don't take too much out of that because you'll see it firsthand. That, that's, they're the worst team in the Big Ten. That's the best way to put it. Hmm. Sip, uh, Wisconsin, uh, terrific second half team defensive wise. They're just yeah. they're shutting yeah. they're shutting teams out. Northwestern, I thought was going to give them a real fight, and then the second half started, uh, and and that wasn't the case whatsoever. So let, let me um, Tanner Lee looked much better. No turnovers last week. This Wisconsin defense is really salty, uh, as you well know. Is Tanner Lee? Do you think he's up to the task this week? Was last week an indicator that he's figuring? things out as you get set to, to watch them take on Wisconsin and Ohio State in consecutive weeks? Well, it's you know, it's it's always an interesting discussion with quarterbacks. It's a little more complicated because how, now how will Tanner Lee play? Well, I just don't know how how's the line going to protect. That's probably I think Kenny, I'm glad you asked about Tanner because I think you, we get to the heart of the matter indirectly, and that is how how well can Nebraska hold up against what I what I will call a withering pass rush, and what I mean, I and it's not high, it's not hyperbole completely because look at what Wisconsin did against Northwestern last week. They sacked Thorson eight times, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Now six yeah. of those were on a four man rush, so they brought nobody extra. They got there with four and sacked him six times. Now, now one of them came on a five-man rush, and then another came on a six. But if you can get a guy with four, six times, crazy. That and and I've watched them, and it it jumped off the page to mm-hmm. at me. I, I don't know about you, but yeah, when I turned on the Utah State game and watched two quarters, I was like, now wait a second, that is a top ten defense. Now they don't have a top ten offense. I don't think they have an offense that's befitting a top ten team. But I don't have any qualms about saying that defense is a top 10 defense. Over on the defensive side for the Cornhuskers, the transition to the 3-4 defense this year. How are things coming along uh, with the old Iowa Hawkeye running things on the defensive side of the football? Uh, Trent, the, de- the defense is what gives Nebraska a chance to win this game. I, they're good against the run. I mean, I, I think they're legitimately good against the run. And I'll go back to the Oregon game where, you know, Oregon had that gigantic lead at halftime, and you knew what they were going to do. They're going to, they're just going to try to, you know, lean on Big Royce Freeman, who's a very good running back. And you know what? They didn't get much done in the running game, Oregon, that in the second half. And Freeman did have a, he had some success. And if you look at the numbers, you'll say, "What's Sipple talking about?" I think he <laughs> might have had 93 yards, but 19 of them were garbage at the last after the game had been decided. Um, they held him down. They held him in check, and they've done well against the run for the last two games. I think they can stay in the game because they are a good run-stopping defense. And, and Sip, 
the the Wisconsin uh, grounded time, and I watched Northwestern Wisconsin start to finish uh, last week. I was impressed by true freshman running back Jonathan Taylor. I don't think he got over a hundred uh, in that football game. But uh, he had some nice runs. I think what I'm saying, Sip, is I think this is the next great Wisconsin running back. And I know I've only seen him play, you know, one game the entire game. But for a true freshman, Taylor did some damage against Northwestern. What have you seen, if anything, out of the uh, true freshman? Oh, I like him. Again, I've seen him twice. Um, And I was, yeah, I don't know if I'm quite ready to go as far as you do with the next great He's definitely good, and he's interesting because they, Kenny, they didn't expect that he would play this year. He, you know, Braddock Shaw got hurt, and he just he just came on strong quickly, and he's averaging seven point two a carry. I like him because he's a big back, five eleven, two thousand fourteen. I like those kind of running backs. He's um he's a you know he, you know Kenny, you guys watch a lot of football. He just looks like he was put on earth to be a running back. I mean, he just kind of knows what he's doing. Right? He has a really good, has really good instincts, powerful kid. He gets up field. You know, he's not a, a lot of those guys, you know, come in and you know, the young guys in particular want to bounce everything. What, what you see with him is he sees a crease and gets to it, you know, and he'll get, he'll just take the four or five yard game. You know, he doesn't, not everything has to be a home run, which shows a high level of maturity. Um, but Hey, we'll see. I mean, I, Nebraska plays, I'm telling you, Kenny, Nebraska's got a legit run defense, Mm -hmm. I think. I guess this is a a big test for them. Off the football field, back to uh, the athletic director position, Trev Alberts uh, says he's staying at UNO. That means uh, probably not a phone call from Nebraska to Trev Alberts? Well, I think that, you know, I I think that what's been written is a search committee reached out and, Asked if he'd be interested in getting in the process. You know what? Do, what does that exactly mean? I'll tell you what it means to me. Well, I just—I'll just tell you. I think the best way to size it up as it as it relates to Trev Alberts and the Nebraska job is there was going to be no there were going to be no guarantees for Trev. I mean, I I I I had written. I was very intrigued by him as a candidate, but they might be looking for someone with just a lot more power five conference type mm. credentials, someone who's been in it for, you know, a lot of years, someone who's, whose resume you can look at and say, wow, he's been there a dozen years. He's been in a power five school um, and he's hired this guy. And he, you know, it, I, I just think they, they, I believe that Nebraska will try to get a proven power five AD. Sip, last thing for you. I know that uh, basketball season, they, the press conferences are over, practices are underway for the Huskers. Tim Miles, I mean, he's, he's saying the right things. He's not going to come out and say, look, folks, stay home. Uh, we're not going to be worth a damn this year. You know he's got to put on the, the right front when he faces the fans and, and the media. Um, he's optimistic, Sip. I think it's going to be a long, long season uh, in the Big Ten for Tim Miles and company. Uh, what's your take on uh, Nebraska ball as they get set for the uh, yet another season? Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot to process with that. I mean, it, you know what's interesting, Kenny, is they do have talent. Um, he has put together a, a talented roster. It's big. I mean, you know, there's a lineup. I, I don't know if you read the story. The, one of the stories was what's really interesting to me because I like 
you know, I like big, long basketball teams. That if there was a lineup he'd have where the shortest guy six six. That'd be the point guard. They, they are a very big, athletic, long team. Now, you know, there's some guys you're going to have to lean on uh, that have that ha- you know they haven't been part of the system. You know, that there's guys that didn't play last year. They're going to play huge minutes. Isaac Copeland's a transfer from Georgetown. James Palmer was here last year. He's a transfer from Miami. He's a, he could play point guard at six foot six. They do have some holdovers, but it's kind of a it, it's just it's a kind of an interesting mix of players. And I guess the bottom line is he's got to get all the horses running in the right direction. Now, can he do that? Um, especially uh, <clears throat> against a really tough non-conference schedule. They, you know, Tim is notorious for playing tough non-conference schedules. And <clears throat> for instance, he's got Kansas coming here. You, you know, they go to they play Creighton, which they do every year. They're in a tough holiday tournament. So I don't know. I, I'm just going to keep an open mind. They're 12 and 19 last year. He's got to have a lot, lot better year to to retain his job. Hey, basketball note that's just jumped into my head. Ed Chang, a very talented kid from over there, uh, all of a sudden before his senior year decides he's, A, going to commit to Washington to play basketball, and that's all well and good. But he's also going to high school over there. What's been the scuttlebutt? Because this was a guy that I know a lot of people here, at least regionally, talked about a whole bunch, and all of a sudden he's ended up out in Seattle. You know, Trent, I don't cover the mm-hmm. high school basketball. I was aware of Chang, but I don't have any – great insight into what Ed, I, I, you know, I knew he committed to Washington. I knew he, he's not going to, I mean, I know what you say, but I don't, I apologize. I just don't have a great No, that's insight. fine. Yeah, it's just follow the money. <laughs> well, what's after last week? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, I'm great stuff. We there you will, go. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll catch up with you next week. Thank you, Sip. Right, take care. Good take to care. talk to you. Stephen M. Sipple, Lincoln Journal star. I remember seeing that back in August. And Ed Chang's been talked about a lot. I know Iowa and Iowa State took close looks at him. Give me, give me some more info. On. Six kid. seven, small forward, okay. um, athletic. Didn't grow a whole lot. Some people thought maybe he'd grow into like a six ten kid. Mm. Never did. But then uh, commits to Washington. All right, probably his best offer that he had. Creighton also offered Nebraska. But and uh, then week before school starts, I'm going to go play my final year of <laughs> high school ball in Seattle as well for Brandon Roy, former Washington Husky. Hmm. Uh, so we don't want to know. Yeah, don't I don't want to. You know what? I did, I'm going to leave the curtain over there. I'm just right. going to sit over here. I'm not going to go peek behind it. Uh, Mitch Holtis will be here. We'll take a peek at the Chiefs. How about that? that Chiefs and the Texans Sunday night football. One of the better games of the week. It's coming up next. Our quick preview with Mitch Holtis, Ken Miller show on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. It's football season, and that means it is time to find your spot for all the big games. Trent Cotton here for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 48 big screen TVs, all the games on college Saturdays, and the NFL on Sundays. Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. But it's not just about having all the great games on. You need more than that. You need great food. Draft House 50 has just that. Huge burgers. My favorite, the pizza burger. Ground beef, Italian sausage, mozzarella cheese, little marinara, and pepperoni. Big burgers, great sandwiches, pizza. You want to go with the lighter fare? They got salads and appetizers for you as well. And you can't forget about the beer. 
It's in the name, Draft House 50. Local beers on tap, microbrews, whatever you're in the mood for, make it Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. Your football headquarters, Draft House 50, 6240 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll see you there. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. We've reached it. The point where the only way to make Tuesdays any better is by having more boneless wings. That's why here at Buffalo Wild Wings, we've invented Boneless Tuesdays. It's a celebration where if you order boneless wings at full price, you'll get another of the same size for free. This works for dine-in or takeout. Every little bit counts. And on Tuesdays, every boneless wing counts as two. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. Prices and participation vary. Valid only on Tuesdays while supplies last. Tax and gratuity extra. Additional restrictions apply. See participating location for details. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 
Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show final segment of a Thursday. Tomorrow, a football Friday. If you're a Vikings fan, Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings. Normally, we get him in the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, if you're a fan and tune in to see that uh, or listen to that, you'll have to be with us a little bit earlier tomorrow. Or you can always catch the podcast. Uh, Polly will be here at 1220 tomorrow. Jason Simmel will go inside the numbers with Vegas with Jason to our last look. Uh, Iowa State-wise with Dylan Montz as they head to Norman to take on the Sooners. Iowa-wise with Tom Caker as they stay home and face Illinois as a 20-point favorite. And then we'll go around our NFL teams, Dave Sinekin, theheadcheese.com. Um, what are we missing? Oh, Nick Athen of the Chiefs will be here with us tomorrow as well. Waiting on Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs. He'll be coming up here momentarily. Boy, you know the Chiefs, Trent, the last couple of years. Talk about dynamic offensive rookies. Um, Hill, last year. Hunt, this year. Things are good in Kansas City. Terrific football game last week and uh, maybe one of the better games of the week coming up on Sunday night. You can hear it right here as you can hear the Chiefs home and away all season long, 1700 KBGG. He is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Mitch Holtis joins us. Mitch, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Well, good uh, afternoon, guys. Fine. When you're the only undefeated team left in the NFL. It's not all bad, but you got to get ready to go again against a good Houston team. Yeah, I really do. You know, uh, you've been around uh, football a long time, Mitch. That the ending of that game, gambling aside, right? The, the point spread aside, what a bizarre end of that football game. One of the you know terrific game. You see, it's a twenty, it's a twenty-nine twenty score. You're thinking, oh, well, not much of a game. Maybe the Chiefs put it on them. That was nip and tuck the entire way. Great football game. Yeah, and I think that uh, there was a little, I gave you a little bit of prophecy last Thursday, thinking that's the way it was going to be, just because Washington had, I, I'm telling you, D- D- uh, Dallas might be the third best team in they that might division. Be. I agree. Uh, Washington and Philadelphia may be ahead of them. And Philadelphia hasn't slowed down since they played the Chiefs in week two. And Washington is a, I mean, they're sneaky. They got some young guys that are good players. Cousins is playing at a high level. Defensive front's good. She's kind of beat them up. I mean, uh, Washington's known as a very uh, physical team, but they were the guys that were hurting at the end of the game. The Chiefs were knocking some of their guys out, including Josh Norman. So uh, great test for the Chiefs. But, again, the fourth quarter, 
I mean, they've outscored now four opponents, 54 to 13 Crazy. in the fourth quarter. You know, when uh, we were waiting for you to come on, we were talking about just how fortunate the young, dynamic playmakers that the Chiefs have been able mm-hmm. to acquire. I mean, Tyreek Hill two years ago, and he and he's not missing a beat this year. And Kareem Hunt this year, that's back-to-back years that Andy Reid and company have identified a dynamic player uh, and have made him a part of that roster and has paid huge dividends. Well, and I know he didn't have a good game last week, and he's been a lightning rod a little bit with with the fans, but you have to go a third year and put Marcus Peters in there. That's true. I mean, he's right now, uh, he did not have one of his better games against Washington, but when he's on his A game, he's really one of the top five corners in the league. The thing with, and then I guess in the 14 class, you could go with Kelsey. I mean, you could take this back even further. Mm-hmm. Um but what you've got then is the triangle on offense. You've got the running back tight end wide receiver, which was made famous when the Cowboys, speaking of them, when they had the Michael Irvin, uh, Emmett Smith, Jay Novacek triangle. So, yeah, it's, it's every year they've added a, beyond a key piece. They've added you know, one of the top ten summitses, maybe one of the top five players in the league at their position. Mitch, uh, the Texans, the next matchup in Houston, uh, seems to find a quarterback in Deshaun Watson. They put 57 on the board. Things starting to roll. Certainly in their direction, we know a defense to go along with it. Give us a hit on the Texans Sunday night. Well, they've done a really smart thing with Deshaun Watson. They've tailored their offense to him. Bill O'Brien is um, he's a New England Patriot disciple. He's a Belichick guy mm-hmm. and had Tom Brady. But they're not running Patriot kind of plays. They're running Deshaun Watson plays. So Give them credit. It's a sign of a good coach if they can tailor make what's going to help them win to their talent. And the 57 points, first of all, I thought I go, is that, gosh, is that the University of Houston versus East <laughs> right. Tennessee State? You yeah. know, I thought East Tennessee, I think it's Torbush and the Buccaneers of East Tennessee State, but this is like their third year back from being dormant. Um, but honestly, guys, the Tennessee Titans were willing participants. Matt Castle, our old quarterback and good friend, threw him an easy pick six to a kid from Missouri State, actually. Played at Logan Rogers High School outside of Springfield. And then a couple times, they're just sack strip fumbles. He goes, here it is, guys. You want to go score? And that was 21 points. But the 35 they got themselves was largely in part of Deshaun Watson making good decisions, whether it was running or throwing. And they're doing a good job of getting fitting to his style, bootlegs, sprint outs. Design runs for him. He'll take off and run. But, the, you know, you look at Hopkins uh, and, and what he can do, and then they get Will Fuller back, and that was really helpful for him. And they're throwing and running the ball with Lamar Miller. It's a good team, probably yep. – Again, they're the best team in that division right now. I agree, Mitch. And, and the offensive line with you, it pains me to say, your favorite Canadian uh, who looks as though, <laughs> yeah, Devernay Tardif, whether he's going to be able mm-hmm. to answer the bell. And then you got Clowney on one side and Merciless mm-hmm. and J.J. Watt on the other side. Uh, that, that, that's a matchup within a matchup that, it, that you've got to pay very close attention to. Yeah, and I mean, they got some other dudes in there too. I mean, they got some young guys up front that fill in with that, that group that they've got. Bernard McKinney is the one that comes to mind. but So the Canadian doctor, Lorraine Bernay-Tardy, if you Canadians are tough, I'll give you credit. And second snap from the center, he goes down, and that was the one offensive lineman you could least afford. He was playing at a Pro Bowl level. Here's the interesting thing about him. It's kind of a funny story in a, in a tough circumstance, but I saw LDT, this is Thursday, Tuesday, 
Um, yeah, Tuesday, because the game was Monday night. And I saw him walking in to get his uh, MRI and stuff. But he did a self-diagnosis before the trainers and doctors got to him on the field. They went running out to help him. And he goes, I think it's a sprained MCL. It's right here. Probably play three to four weeks. Wow. And, <laughs> and so, and I think they were looking at like, I don't know, it might be an ACL. He goes, no, it's a sprained MCL, believe me. So they did the... They did the testing. Oh, yeah, spray MCL, so he'll be out hopefully just three or so weeks um, and then get him back soon. Absolutely crazy, a guy doing that out of there on the football field. Well, Mitch, yeah. uh, a couple of additions that we saw back in August uh, starting to come to fruition. We see Reggie Ragland for the first time Monday night. He gets out uh-huh. there on the field, and a possibility uh, that Cameron Irvin, uh, Irving might be uh, out there coming up on Sunday night. What did you see from Raglan and uh, with Irving making his way out there? What's the expectation level for him? Yeah, I'm, I'm not thrilled, uh, even though I didn't play the other night. Kevin Pierre-Lewis is involved in this discussion, too, because those were three pickups, either at the beginning of the camp, uh, camp or at the end of camp. Cameron Irving now, they, may, <laughs> they might have stumbled into something with him. Remember when he came out of Florida State, uh, was a first-round draft pick by the Browns, he was thought to be in his mid-round, first-round pick. So, uh, gosh, athletic, great feet, could possibly play all five positions. I think with Cameron's case, it's going to be helpful for him to get a spot. He, he's been such a talented kid. He was on defense. Florida State needed help on offense. Hey, put him over on offense. He'll plug in play there. Played left tackle, played great. Was considered to be the best left offensive tackle in the ACC. Whoops, the center goes down. Hmm. Gosh, who's our best athlete? Let's move him over to center, plays center, and then he plays some guard. Whoops, gets drafted by Cleveland. Probably not the best place to go because his best spot might be left tackle. Well, they got Joe Thomas. He, he played guard and center and moved around, and, and here he is with the Chiefs again. He could plug in a couple different places. But he's a very talented young player. I think it was an astute trade by Brett Veach to give up, I believe, a fifth-round pick for him. Uh, but he's going to help this team. He may have to help him, to your point, as immediately as this week, and he will have a tough task. But I'm telling you, he, when you see him, you'll realize, you'll understand why he was taken in the first round by Cleveland. Hmm. Last thing for you, Mitch. It's uh, it's still three weeks away, but October 19th, short week for Oakland, short week for both teams, Chiefs at Oakland. Uh, maybe without Derek Carr, that seems to be the best-case scenario when he's going to get back uh, on the field for the Raiders. Manuel, when he came in, I think he started 7-for-7 seven seven, uh, in that football game last week. But, boy, the Raiders just don't seem like they're the same team without their QB. And uh, looking down the road, they may not be there when the Chiefs pay a visit. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a week-to-week thing, Ken. I mean, it's – I gave the bowling analogy the other day. The Chiefs had four strikes and four frames. Can't start looking ahead and go, what's in that seventh frame? You know, what, yeah, that's true. Um, or thinking, I might bowl a 300 game, and then you gutter bowl the next one. Um, but to your point, just take the Chiefs out of the equation. Just look at the Raiders. You know, that's two weeks in a row now. They've had what's going on with them mm-hmm. because they looked really poor against the Redskins. Now, the Redskins, I think, just took it right to them. But now all of a sudden, you got two weeks in a row with the Raiders where you're trying to figure out what, what's going on with these guys. So I think it's the critical point of the season. We, we think Carr will be back for our game, quite honestly. He'll just focus on that game to get back for the Thursday night game because it's too important. But still, um, you know, they were anointed the champions of April, May, and June by ESPN. Mm-hmm. And now people are going, hey, what's wrong with the Raiders? Uh, and there's some things there I think that they got to fix that are unrelated to Carr. 
to be honest with you. So, yeah, and you're, the Denver Broncos never play a road game, so that's good. <laughs> that's that's and true. So, yeah. You know, and they got a bye this week. They and do. They're home again the next week. That's crazy. They get four out of five at home and a bye. I it's know. Like, it's nuts. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and they get new hay for the horse. It's like, well, who did this? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, it's uh, stay tuned. AFC West will be a uh, – Reality show that's going to be worth watching over the next two and a half months. No question about that. Well, there's a lot of baseball on tonight. There's uh, Thursday night football on tonight. A lot of guys that are trying to make dinner plans and want to make sure they see the sports. Uh, you got any ideas? Yeah, you know what the Donaldsons and I'm, I'm, I'm never, I'm never mad at them, but I'm mad about this. Here's here's some specials in October. Now, who did the Chiefs play in the week number two? Uh, remember, we said they're probably a surprise team in the NFC. Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Eagles. So what do the what do the Donaldsons do? Mark Harder, the rest of their Papa John's, do, they put out this October special, a large or pan Philly cheesesteak oh, pizza, or the new chicken Philly pizza for just eleven bucks. That's eleven bucks. That's Alex Smith's number. A larger pan. Well, why not do this the week of the Philadelphia game? It made sense. Yeah, me too. I don't know. They don't they don't usually goof up much, but. I guess they're making up for lost time and feeling sorry for Philly for losing to the Chiefs. So get this, check out this new Philly cheesesteak pan pizza they got. Sounds pretty tasty. It does. It won't cost you an arm and a leg as well. Great stuff, Mitch nope. Holtis. Catch you next week. <laughs> See you guys. See you, buddy. Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs, Chiefs football, home and away all season long. Trent Condon, you're going on record. Yes. Give me the winner of the four game. Who's up one nothing? One nothing in their series after today. Red Sox. You get plus money with sale. You have to do it. I said Verlander's yeah. on the. Yeah, I'm going with All the right. sale. I'm going with sale there. Cleveland uh, have the lead. I know you're picking yeah, the Yankees to I'm, win this thing, but I'm going one nothing. So the Yankees are so coming can, out of a hole to beat the Cleveland. And that Indians. means beating Kluber games two and five. Oh, that's going to be tough. But yeah, I am going with the Indians here. Uh Game one, Cubs. That's tomorrow. We can wait. We can wait. Oh, yeah. the NFL tonight. Yes. I told you the under was my favorite play. Just, you're sticking with it? And I like NC State tonight. Maybe my favorite Over of all Louisville. Of Straight up. Grab that money line. What a great day of sports. Well, it is. Our summer just better than others. We appreciate you tuning in to us. Trent Condon and I are here every Monday through Friday from noon to 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. The way we see it in Iowa, it takes three things to push snow for a living. 
a truck, a blade, and a relentless, unwavering work ethic. So when it comes to the blade, choose one that matches your rugged resolve, like the Fisher Plows HD2 straight blade from Shuling Hitch. Forged from high-strength, powder-coated steel, the Fisher HD2 will stand up to harsh Iowa winters and be with you storm after storm. Learn more about this and other Fisher Plows at Shuling Hitch Company in Des Moines and Ames. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast. And you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Hi, I'm Tabitha Coffey, TV personality and small business advisor. Many of the businesses I work with just need extra capital for things like remodeling or purchasing more products. That's where Cabbage comes in with flexible lines of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and get a decision right away. Withdraw funds when you need them without reapplying. Cabbage has supported over 100,000 small businesses. Get started at cabbage.com slash transform or 855-CABBAGE. That's cabbage with a K, 855-CABBAGE. Line of credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions. Guys, get to JCPenney today for Levi's lowest prices of the season, like 505 Regular Fit and 501 Original Fit for $36.99 each. And check out what's new in our new Big and Tall Shop inside the men's store at JCPenney. Get all your work-to-weekend apparel in extended sizes, up to 5XL and 54-waist in-store and 60-waist at jcp.com. Hurry, sale ends soon. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Offers represent savings on regular or original prices. While supplies last, some exclusions apply. Season refers to the time period from 914 to 10-9. See store at jcp.com for details. What if hiring could be easier with more qualified candidates and faster results? What if hiring could be smarter? Thanks to ZipRecruiter, it can be. With one click, post your job to over 100 top job boards. Then their smart technology notifies the most qualified candidates to apply. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash build. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash build. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant.